0: If you're into everything mystical, then you've heard about the new earth. We're going to talk about 3D versus 5D. I always want to know what happened to 4D. When talking about ascension, there's always a discussion about moving into 5D. It's supposed to be a time where duality ceases to exist and peace resides. Experts say that's happening now, but honestly, I'm a bit skeptical considering a new war just erupted. But my guest today, she's very into 5D and that's what we're talking about in this episode. So stay tuned hi this is ronnie and ryan intuitive coach and welcome to the breathe love and magic podcast in the show we'll talk about mystical methods spiritual practices and magic to grow spiritually live well and maybe find love open your heart expand your mind connect with spirit and embrace the magic that is all around you May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. jumping into today's episode, I wanted to share with you a story about a client I did a session with. It was an amazing session. She wanted some help with her business and she just needed to get some clarity on different things. And one of the things was she was feeling pulled in way too many directions. I went through all the things she was working on with her, the different directions, the different aspects of her business, and we weeded them out to see which ones were really support of, of what she thinks is her main mission. So that's the first thing we did. The second thing we did is examine where she's losing time, where her time is drained away and discovered that she has a hard time saying no to people. And so sometimes her 15-minute free sessions become an hour and she's really not doing just that free session, the discussion of what it would be like to work with her, but she ends up doing a lot of free coaching and naturally that would drain her. So I talked to her about some strategies on how to stick to the 15 minutes and And what to say to people to make it go more smoothly when she needs to cut things off. It was a fabulous session. And by the time she was through, she felt so much better because she had a course of action. She knew what she was going to focus on and what she was going to let go of. And she had a plan of action regarding a variety of boundary issues where her time was being drained and she was becoming exhausted so she could retain her energy for the projects that really made her heart sing and would advance her business. This is such a love to me. I love doing these kinds of sessions with people, whether they're for your business or your love life, An intuitive session with me gives you insights, answers, solutions that are practical down to earth and really help you understand what the heck is going on in your world and what you can do about it. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or an intuitive reading with me or past life reading, then please be sure to check out intuitiveedge.biz and book your session. In this episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast, I'm speaking with Molly Summer. She is a registered core energy coach, hypnotherapist practitioner, bioenergetics healer, and energy leadership index master practitioner molly partners with creative entrepreneurs to design businesses and lives overflowing with abundance purpose and joy free from burdens of hustle and overwhelm molly supports you to unlock your wealth consciousness empowering you to effortlessly manifest and flow towards your dreams welcome molly thank you so much ronnie for having me i'm excited to be here I know we're going to be having a very interesting and maybe a little controversial conversation. (laughs) And that's what makes it fun. (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing we're going to do is start with a question, which is talking about 5D, talking about the new earth. Come on. Are we really going to split into two? Or is there really going to be two earths? How would that work? I mean, to me, if your kids are in school, it's going to be 3D. I just have a hard time. Tell me, where do we go with this?
1: Oh man, this is such a good question because it really does open up the mind to possibility. And what is our physical quote-unquote reality versus what creative consciousness allows us to imagine and create? I personally don't believe that we will be all of a sudden vibrating into an existence where there is no physical anymore. The earth is a dense being. I refer to the earth as she because she's the mother. She is the maker, right? She is the nurturer. Love that. And just like us, she is also evolving. She is moving through an awakening and an energy rising of her own. We're not going to wake up next Tuesday and be floating around in a space where we're vibrational beings. We are vibrational beings already. Yes, we are. Right? This physical body, this 3D body is only a portion of who we are. We are here to experience the 3D version of who we are. We're here to experience the emotion. We're here to experience moving through this third dimension. I believe the crossover between what is the fifth dimension and what is the third dimension, the physical, the lines are going to be a little bit blurred. As we evolve in our consciousness, we are naturally as a species going to separate into the people and the experiences that resonate and live in a lower vibration who are yet to evolve because it really is just a process of evolving and. Those of us who are consciously moving into alignment with a higher perspective and a higher energy, vibrational energy, just like the law of attraction works in attracting what you desire in a higher vibrational or a lower vibrational experience, our lives will become the reality that we vibrate at.
0: All right. Now, sort of sounds like you're saying it is going to separate, but I don't understand, like, are they just going to be different tribes? So if you live over here, you're going to be doing your 3D stuff and talking about your fear of crossing the border and all this stuff. And Mm. then if you live over here, you're going to be talking about there's no more duality. Isn't that wonderful? Like, but this just in different countries, like we won't be able to see each other. We'll be walking through walls. I mean, what are you saying? (laughs)
1: I mean, wouldn't it be nice if we could walk through walls? (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) But I mean, isn't that what we're doing already? What do you mean? As, As you grow, as your perspective changes so do the people around you.
0: Yes, of course. Right, But we're still you walking al- amongst all those other people. Exactly.
1: But as you evolve into a higher state of consciousness, it becomes a state of oneness. So you no longer look at that person as separate than yourself. So there are no more pockets of people resonating low and people resonating high. It's seeing your reality and your experience as vibrational.
0: So honestly, I just don't see this happening anytime soon. soon. I- no, <laughs> I, I agree. Because it's a process. And
1: there are how many billions of people are there on the earth right now? And we are going through a collective awakening to a way of being that no longer serves so many of us, whether it be in North America, where we are, or Africa, or Europe, or wherever you are. But humans evolve generationally. And yes, it's speeding up, but it's still going to take generations for us to heal the past and move into a new state of being so that all of us, are there my experience because that's all I can speak to (laughs) of course (laughs) right I grew up feeling like the black sheep in my family because I was willing to look at myself I was willing to look at my faults and look at what I loved and heal and begin to see myself as a whole being And there are some people in my family that I've separated from because we don't see or believe the same things anymore. I'm just one person in a family of maybe 20 or 30 people.
0: So are you talking about you chose to do personal development work and work on your spiritual self? And so that separated you from your family because they were like, what the heck is she doing? Yes. Okay.
1: So I'm one of 20 people. There's 7 billion people on the planet. Right. Even if one person in every family did the healing, did the evolution, and became a higher consciousness version of themselves, they would then have to have children, teach their children, be a parent in a way that encouraged their children to be open
0: and conscious. It's a process. Right. It's going to happen step by step. All right, so I understand that 5D is more about oneness. So if it's about oneness, it's about no longer having duality, right? Good or bad, black or white, that kind of thing, right? We're going to have no duality. So things will just be. Let me refine that a little bit. There will always be duality because
1: duality is a law of the universe. As you rise into a higher state of consciousness, you no longer judge duality as good or bad, right or wrong black or white. It just is. It's an experience to move through. You no longer judge the ego as a bad thing. It just is. And you, every level of consciousness has an advantage and a disadvantage. As you rise into that state of being where you can observe and participate at the same time, you can use every emotion as you need it to be or desire it to be to get the outcome that you are seeking so this
0: gets so confusing to me because uh, when i think about not judging things okay so if you have good or bad you're noticing the contrast you know how esther hicks talks about you yes. know abraham collective there and they yes. talk about contrast is what helps you discern what's good for you and what's not good for you and what's in your highest good it's through contrast that we get to be clear about what we want mm-hmm. So if there's no good and bad, then there's no contrast. So how do you move through? How do you make decisions? Because you still have to make decisions. So I find that confusing. If things just are and you're just being and you don't have to worry about good or bad, are we all going to be neutral and blasé?
1: No, I think this is, comes down to a language thing.
0: Okay. You're
1: you're using good and bad to describe contrast. Contrast is the duality, meaning is it something I want or something I don't want? Yes. Right? Yeah. You can manifest something you don't want and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing because it's teaching you what you don't want. If you go down that road, which I have just to see what happens when you choose something that quote unquote, isn't good for you, you get to learn a lesson.
0: Yeah, I can relate. Right? To that. I did that once. Yeah. Or maybe so, more
1: <laughs> maybe Exactly. More I know. There are some lessons I've done many times. <laughs> so that shows you or tells, at least it tells me that there is no good or bad to that contrast because you're always learning. There's no more failure. You're always moving forward. Mm. The contrast is showing you and keeping you in the direction of your flow. Yeah. If you look at it
0: like... You're very deep, Molly. Oh, well, thank you.
1: <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> if you look at contrast like the banks of the river, I always use nature in my analogies. Okay, beautiful. Okay? If you look at contrast as the banks of the river... And you are always in flow, always in the um, unrestricted, unblocked flow of your source energy. And you're the water. The banks of the river hold that flow and it always moves in the direction of what you want, in the easiest and the path of least resistance. If you were in a little boat in that river and you bumped up against side of the bank and you said, oh, I'm obviously not supposed to go this way because I'm literally coming up against a block in my flow. What do you do? You don't stop and get out of the river. You just go back into the middle of the river.
0: You just adjust
1: your course. Exactly. You just adjust your course and you keep going. Neither
0: side of the river is good or bad. It's just holding you in that flow. So there won't be as much friction Because you won't be judging everything. You'll just be adjusting and then continuing. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Eventually, we'll all move into this. But in the meantime, it's a little bit of a struggle because (laughs) there's a lot of people who don't believe in any of this. And, you know, my war cry is always whatever happened to 4D. Like, I don't really get it. And now I've heard people talking about 6D and 7D. And I'm like, come on now.
1: I mean, 4D is kind of like... I hear my intuition, my inner guidance very, very strongly. And as soon as I ask what 4D is, I hear the words, the rainbow bridge. (laughs) Okay. So 4D is already within the third dimension and the fifth dimension, and it's the pathway or the awakening process to the fifth dimension dimension so you could say that we are already experiencing it because it's already a part of some of our
0: realities Mm. well i just find people are obsessed with 5d but what i have nobody talks about 4d yeah It's the, so how do we jump? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know where this conversation started. Somebody channeled this stuff at some point. That's my feeling. Absolutely. Channeled it. And they just talked about 3D versus 5D and whatever. And nobody sat back and went, hey, what about 4D? Because, you know, some people, like, this is just who I am. Question everything. Question authority. Yes. You know, I lived through the 60s as a little child. So... (laughs) uh, That's why I'm, you know, to me, it's like, okay, so we'll have a greater sense of oneness and that's all nice, but if 4D is happening right now, then why aren't people talking about 4D? Well, that's a very good question. What instantly comes
1: to me is because the 4D is the quote unquote work to be done. The three dimension is the belief or the experience of that which our body can perceive through the senses. If you look at it through the eyes of physics, it's the law of Newton, right? You get from here to there, time and space, direction. It's literally a three-dimensional sphere. Four-dimension is opening up to what is beyond the senses. And sometimes we have to learn that lesson painfully. I know I did. The big reason why I opened up as much as I have opened up in my life is because I experienced the pain of grief. And I experienced it on such a level Mm -hmm. that I refused to allow death to be an ending. Mm -hmm. And I opened up to change the relationship from a 3D relationship, a physical relationship to a relationship with spirit, with energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in doing that, I opened up to everything. (laughs) It was scary. I thought I was going crazy for
0: a very long time. Wow. (laughs) Just a quick pause before sharing more mystical moments. Are you at a crossroads and unsure which path to take or in the midst of a life crisis or difficult life changes? Stop the guesswork and endless what-ifs. I've been there. Know what I did? I asked the universe for a sign, and it worked. Now I'm sharing my too-simple-to-be-true method with you. In my free audio program, How to Ask the Universe for a Sign, you'll learn the simple steps to receive a clear yes-no answer from the universe within just 24 hours. No more sleepless nights, just clear answers. Visit intuitiveedge.biz sign to claim your free audio program and start your journey to certainty today. When
1: I opened up to be able to communicate with my friend who passed away and to be able to feel and experience his energy, I opened up to every energy and I had to relearn how to communicate. I had to learn how to sense and feel beyond what my body tells me is real. And that's how we jump into a different into a different energy different dimension
0: so i decided i'm going to do a little research <laughs> and i went online to look up well what is the fourth dimension and it came out with a physics answer and so obviously three dimension is height width and length yes the fourth dimension is time
1: uh-huh. according
0: to physics it shows like a picture of a donut but it's wrapping in on itself yes you know so some kind of vortex wormhole thingy, you know? Yes. I'm so articulate. And then the fifth dimension from physics and mathematics, it says it's to have a seamless tie with gravity.
1: Well, if you think of it in that way, if the fifth dimension is being one with gravity, it's being one with the energy of source that's always coming down into your body, right? Okay. We have energy centers in our body. We have. We have the upper chakras, which are from the heart to the crown. We have the lower chakras, which are from the solar plexus to the root. The solar plexus to the root are our human experiential chakras. Right. Our heart to our crown are the chakras that allow us to open up to divine source. The fifth dimension, when you think of it mathematically, and like you just said, it is the channel or the oneness with gravity. To me, spiritually, energetically, that means it is the oneness with the divine source energy that flows into the crown and, and we receive it through the pituitary. We interpret it and we express
0: it in the third dimension
1: because we're living here in the third dimension. Right
0: so i did find something that says the fifth dimension as a mathematical tool to make sense of various physics models of the universe like string theory and i thought mm, this is not an episode of the big bang theory so i'm way over my head <laughs> so let me go in another direction now which is why do i care how does this help me today What's the practicality of 5D?
1: The practicality of raising your consciousness is a more joyous and abundant life. As we rise into a higher state of consciousness, we crave experiences. We draw in experiences that are in alignment with that. What I've noticed in my body as I've risen into a higher vibrational perspective is that my body naturally comes into health because along with source energy our natural state of being is wellness so i eat healthier i crave moving my body and if i don't move my body every day i can feel myself going back down into a lower vibrational state i've stopped drinking i only put food that is good for me into my body And of course, yes, I, you know, still eat Swedish berries every once in a while, but it's a conscious choice of enjoyment. And so your health improves, your relationships improve because there's less less conflict. Right. Less friction. There's less friction. So instead of fighting with your partner, you're listening to your partner. You're understanding your partner. You're engaging with your partner. If you don't have a partner, you're attracting people into your life that offer you experiences of joy and collaboration and synthesis. You're moving in a life of passion instead of doing things out of obligation or force. You're creating synchronicities, right? The little, my mom calls them "godwinks," the little signs that are showing you that you're on the right path. So you don't feel alone anymore. You feel supported by the universe. Life is enjoyable. I literally woke up this morning with a smile on my face. And I do most of the days because I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. And I feel blessed. And it's not like I have a million dollars in my bank account. It's not like I have a huge amount of friends that are, you know, we're always getting together. I live a life that works for me. I have 14-year-old children. I have twins that want to spend time with me. Oh, that's amazing. Right. We don't fight. We laugh constantly. Oh, nice. I, I teach my kids. I don't punish my kids. I offer them a space that they get to learn from. We have open conversations. I have amazing people. I'm literally going to Europe in 2 days to see somebody I've never met before because we align energetically and it's joyous to communicate right if i was afraid if i was in a lower state of consciousness i wouldn't have allowed that experience into my life
0: so here we are we're moving into 5d now what do we do like what what do we have to be conscious of what do we have to look for how do we do our best and how do you mix this with business
1: those are that's a lot of questions so let's just do one at a time okay (laughs)
0: let's start with what's the first step good that's so 3d of you (laughs) (laughs)
1: i want everybody to feel the way i feel i really do okay (laughs) because it's so joyous the first step is awareness the first step for everything is awareness because if you're not aware of the choices you're making on a daily basis then you have no room for change you have no consciousness of making a different choice for something better When I started this journey, the first thing I did was in the evenings, I would do a reflective journaling. And what I would do is I would just sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, and I would just write everything I thought about that day. And I wouldn't take my pen off the paper. There'd be no gaps. It was just scribbling thoughts. It didn't even matter what I was saying or what it looked like, but it was bringing what I was experiencing what choices I was making, what I was choosing to think about, what I was choosing to focus on into the light of day. And I did that for weeks. And once I started understanding what I was choosing, I could then choose what was right for me. For example, and this is one of those lessons that I had to learn a lot of. I, I used to attract people who would take advantage of me because I'm very giving. And so I would attract people that enjoyed that giving. And I remember having a conversation with one in particular as, and we were in conflict. I had decided suddenly that I wasn't going to stand up for this anymore. I wasn't going to allow this to happen. I was setting a boundary. And I said something, I don't remember what I said, but he said back to me, you can't expect me to have the same level of integrity as you do. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat there and I, I literally sat up and I said, actually, yes, I can. I don't think we're going to be friends anymore. I wish you a good life, but I'm done. And I hung up the phone and I have never talked to that person again.
0: Wow. That's a place for sure where your two realities were no longer meshing.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If I hadn't come to the awareness of what I was accepting into my life through journaling, I wouldn't have come to that to that moment where I had that power of choice. And we are constantly making choices throughout our day. Whether it be a, something as simple as eating unhealthily for lunch or choosing a nourishing salad or organic whatever. Yeah. It's a choice. 35000 000- decisions every day, every single day. I always thought it would be a great social experiment to sit in a coffee shop and ask every single person what choices they made to get them to that point in the day and what it is they were seeking in their lives. Because I believe like everything happens for a reason if we're open to curiosity. And so I would wager that every person in a coffee shop at any given moment has something to offer somebody else in that same coffee shop.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. Whether it be a
1: hug or a service or some knowledge or whatever. If we were open to connecting to each other, our lives would be so much
0: more full. Well, that's very true. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's no question about that.
1: Your next question was, how do we do this in business?
0: Yeah. How do you do that in business, Molly? please explain.
1: So I believe that you can be the creator of your business. And the first step in doing that is disengaging from what you think or what you have been taught or what you have been programmed or what culture and society has deemed appropriate for business. Let yourself unlearn what you've been taught about business. And begin creating business from a place of passion, from a place of service, from a place of giving back, from a place of win-win, meaning the world wins, my client wins, and I win. Oh, and let me also add, let go of time. As an entrepreneur, you get to create your time. There is no timeline to building a successful business. There is no timeline to what you have to get done in your day. When we are in the construct of the 3D, what are we doing? We're rushing, we're hustling, we're always looking at the next quarter, what we have to achieve. When you look at things from a five dimension or a higher state of consciousness, a place of abundance, it's a creative process like painting every day if you put one stroke on a canvas every day over a year you'd have a masterpiece
0: right? so, to speak.
1: <laughs> so to speak i mean art is subjective but so is business right that's what what is it the japanese is ikagi. when you bring together passion and giving back and the skills you have, and what your soul or what your creative process is all about, you create purpose, you create something that is aligned with who you are, your uniqueness.
0: And that's what fifth dimensional business is all about. So I looked up Ikigai, I-K-I-G-A-I, Ikigai, not sure, but it has four spheres intersecting one sphere is love. Then it's what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for.
1: Then exactly. they all
0: overlap to get passion, mission, vocation, profession. And yes. in the very center where they all connect is Ikigai. Down below, it also says ikagi, So it might be more than one way to say that word. So that's how you get into that zone where what you love, what the world needs, what you can get paid for, what you're good at. All goes along with your passion, mission, profession, and vocation. I have to tell you, though, that looks 4D to me because <laughs> there's four spheres. <laughs> right. You probably want to just hit me on the side of the head. But anyway, <laughs> so. what do you tell your clients? And like, how do they run their day or how do they plan the month? Or there's no planning because there's no time. I mean, how does that work?
1: Of course, there's planning because in business, whatever you define success as is through consistency. And I should say, what you do in a day is up to you. If you, well, actually, let me give you an example of Beautiful. my experience. I'd love one. When I started being a heart-centered and conscious entrepreneur, I thought I had to do everything. And I would say this is one of my biggest mistakes is thinking that I was alone, thinking that I had to do my business a certain way. When I started to make the biggest gains in my business and the biggest shifts in my business is when I started looking at what it was that I loved doing. And when I found that, I discovered that things like this, making connections, talking to people, building community, one-on-one connections with people is what I love doing. And so then I started creating a business model around that. I could hit one of those ads on Instagram that tell me, this is how you make $100,000 a year. These are the steps. I could go do that. And I'll be honest, I have followed that rabbit hole many, many times but it's never felt good to me. Spending my time creating content that teaches and informs, spending my time having conversations with amazing people like yourself. I wake up every day, like I said, feeling blessed with a smile on my face. I have amazing clients that I get excited about showing up with because we create freaking magic (laughs) and they step into their most powerful self. And I'm blessed to be able to offer a container where they can do that. When a client leaves my one-on-one containers, I always have this vision of an eagle on the outside of its nest. And it's standing there and it's flapping its wings and it's like, oh yeah, I'm strong. I can do this. And then it like takes one one more look over its shoulder at me and then says, see ya. And it just opens its wings and soars. And oh, I love it when my clients leave our container and just soar. That is why I do what I do. Every single person that I help into that space is a person that's going to go out there and help other people and impact the world, right? And you know you're in your flow. Like, I'm literally getting goosebumps talking about this because I have so much passion in this. Yeah. That's how you know you're in your flow. That's how you know you're doing what you're you're meant to be doing. That's how you create a business that is aligned with your passion and your skills, When I started my business seven years ago, I didn't know what coaching was. I found out what coaching was because I went to a retreat for leaders. I was teaching yoga at the time. I went to a retreat for leaders who wanted to learn how to offer retreats. I got there and there were, I think there were seven other people there. And there was only one other woman who was a yoga teacher. Everybody else was coaches. And as we went through the week, I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And so I said to them, I'm like, how did you become a coach? Like, I feel like this is what I've been meaning to like what I've meant to be doing my entire life. And of course, the coach answer is like, how do you want to become a coach, right? Like, I came home from that, from that experience. And I brain dumped my entire life on a piece of paper. I looked at what my skills were. I looked at what all the amazing things my parents taught me all the amazing lessons of, you know, I had a mother who was a hippie and a father who was a he was in a management position in the government. So I had like these very much talk about duality, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I took I took all the best lessons from both sides of them and I put them together into a program and I started teaching it. And within 6 months I was leading retreats. Within a year I led my first retreat internationally.
0: That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's not I didn't learn any of that outside of myself. I knew all of that stuff already. But so often, and it's so easy to get sucked into this because there's marketing and advertising everywhere, we get drawn into the idea that we need to find our answers outside of ourselves but we have everything we need already inside of us. It's just a matter of connecting to it, learning and bringing those things into awareness, just like we said at the beginning of this call, and then showing up and sharing that in whatever way you want to, whatever way feels good
0: to you. All right. Well, I just looked at the clock. I know, <laughs> me too. So let me just ask, what's the one last thing you want to tell people about the new earth And 5D (laughs) or the experience that's coming or that you wish for people, however you want to say it. Yeah,
1: I think I my big message right now is if you can dream it, you can create it. And we have to get back to dreaming. We have to get back to, you know, that part of us that as a child played and imagined And bring that forward because those are hints of who you're meant to be in this life. And I believe that it's time for all of us to be showing up and sharing who we really are. And when we can all do that, I mean, the world will be, there won't be conflict anymore. There won't be wars anymore. There won't be this division anymore. There will be, you know, collaboration and bartering and sharing and all of those amazing things that we're all seeking. But it, it doesn't start outside of us. It starts with
0: within us for everything. All right. Very good. So let's start looking within. Yes. All right. Molly, do you have something free to share with the listeners?
1: Right now, one that you can find on my website is all about a self love ritual. It's about coming back into that wisdom that is within you. So you can grab that. You're more than welcome to have that. And there'll be more. So connect with me on social media is the best way. And Instagram, yes.
0: Your website is mollysummer.com and it'll be in the show notes. And then Instagram, are you the same? I'm Molly C. Summer. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. And you can find everything in the show notes to get the correct spellings. So thank you so much for fielding my crazy questions. <laughs> I appreciate your willingness to go through that and share your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me. It was a joy. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic.